You're listening to Veg Your Best. There has never been a more important time to be vegan. At Veg Your Best, we're here to help you limit and eliminate the consumption of animal products without feeling deprived, overwhelmed, or unsupported, even if no one you know is vegan. My name's Michelle Olander. I'm a life coach, and I want to show you that living vegan is kind of a superpower that's going to unlock your possibilities and give you the confidence to take on your next impossible goal by doing it your way. If I could go vegan in my 50s with all my excuses, I know that you can start moving in that direction too. Veg your best and there's nothing you can't do. Episode 107, 107, Vegan is Not the End. Hi, Veg Eds, Veg Your Besties. Welcome and welcome back to the podcast. You know, it's been a busy summer and a really beautiful September, but I think Summer is actually coming to an end for me here. <laughs> the hummingbirds that we that we tend to from around mid-April are migrating back south and I think that that is a pretty a pretty clear demarcation that the season's over. The swallows are having meetups on the telephone wires and on the beach fences and the sun is for sure at a different angle. And the days are shorter. And you know what I've been doing with this change in seasons? And because now I'm seeing at the end of my calendar that the holidays are coming up. The holidays even start for some of us early. Some people, uh, some of my clients are Jewish and, and uh, celebrate and mark the uh, the New Year, the Jewish New Year and, and Yom Kippur. And so that's coming up in a week or so. And I've been kind of a nudge. I've been bugging a lot of my clients to set some really specific and exciting goals. And a lot of them are saying, why? <laughs> why, Michelle? And I'm thinking, hmm, why not? Why not? You know, and some of them will go, well, you know, I like having you as a coach, Michelle, and I just want to continue incrementally tackling things and doing a little bit better every day with my plant-based and vegan choices. And of course, of course, I love doing that with people. And it's not that it's in, in any way an insufficient goal, but I don't know if it's one that just makes you go, oh my gosh, really? Can we really do that? I don't know. I don't know. That's the kind of goal that I'm encouraging you and uh, all my clients to set something like, I don't know, am I even allowed to have that as a goal? <laughs> so think about it. So this today, while you're listening to the podcast, think like, what would be the goal that you almost don't want to tell anybody that you think, oh my gosh, that's not even okay to have that as a goal. So a lot of my clients, maybe like you yourself would have resistance to setting a goal like that, because it's not maybe obviously useful or healthy or important for one's family or the culture. And you know, a lot of us who resonate with veganism, or some of us who see ourselves as what 
uh, Melanie Joy, PhD, who friend of the show, who's going to be on the podcast in a couple weeks. Melanie Joy refers to as vegan allies, so that there's a real place for even people who aren't ready for veganism in some way can see themselves as vegan allies. A lot of us have really strong concerns about health and environmental impact and uh, limiting and ending animal cruelty. So that's where the lion's share of my clients come from, and they want to do good. They want to create positive impact in their choices and with their lives. And of course, I love that. Of course, I respect that. And I'm here every week with all of them to help support them because I truly believe that living a life as vegan as possible has so many benefits. And I want them to use our time together coaching to also to also have a big, fun, impossible, scary, hard to admit because then everybody's going to know how weird I am kind of a goal. Because developing a vegan practice, you know, I'm not really sure that's a goal. Are you surprised about that? I mean, it's like a yoga practice. Maybe that isn't really a goal. Or walking 10,000 steps. Or meditating. Or picking up trash every day on your walk. Or hugging your kids. Or walking your dog. I I wonder if you're hearing what I'm saying there. Because way back, way back, I interviewed a really brilliant woman, a really brilliant communicator, Anna Borini from Vine Animal Sanctuary in Vermont. And if you, and if you, if you don't remember having uh, heard, heard it, it's the one where she was talking to me from a phone in a car in the pasture at the animal sanctuary. And you could hear the animals. You could hear the animals nearby making noises. So Anna said at Vine Sanctuary, and it's spelled V-I-N-E, Vine, at Vine they say that the acronym V-I-N-E was for vegan is next evolution. And that was aimed at people who are, were still maybe new in their vegan practice. But for humans who had absorbed that and had begun moving more and more confidently in, in a vegan lifestyle, Anna said VINE, V-I-N-E, stands for vegan is not enough. And, you know, I recently heard Colleen Goudreau say, Maybe many of you know her as the joyful vegan. Colleen Goudreau said recently, uh, vegan is not the goal for her. And I thought that was super interesting, and it reminded me of what Anna said. And in her case, Colleen Goudreau said compassion is actually her goal. And veganism is one of the ways that she practices and moves toward that goal of compassion. So, and that's kind of what I think, you know, when we pick up trash on the beach, as some of you know, that's kind of an obsession of mine, picking up all the little plastic water bottle caps, please people, all of us really need to, I've, I've used them too, all of us really need to minimize our single use plastics and, and congratulate yourself every single time you don't use one. Really, give yourself a high five every single time you don't use one. But anyway, so she was saying um, compassion is her goal. Veganism is one of the ways she practices it. Picking up trash can be one of the ways you practice your uh, commitment to the environment. Uh, 
there are so many small things that we can do, and they are practices, walking, yoga, stress reduction, meditation. These are things we do with the goal of maybe um, creating a more peaceful life, maybe creating a healthier life, maybe creating a more peaceful and healthy family uh, community for ourselves. So, And if you're listening here on this podcast, I'm guessing you found this podcast because you know that helping people create a vegan practice is a big part of how I spend every day. And some of you have heard me say on another podcast that I I have a mission to help encourage a million women. By the time I'm done, I would like to be able to think that I touched a million women and encouraged them to veg their best basically to create an increasingly vegan practice in their lives because I think that would help us be a tipping point. And there are vegan advocates all over doing things in different ways, looking for institutional change, creating products that, that help us move in a vegan direction. But when I visualize my work, I visualize it reaching all these women, a million moms, a million wives and grandmothers and daughters, and a million business partners, and entrepreneurs, and teachers, and healthcare providers, to help all these women, many of whom like the idea, think it's a great idea, and just are overwhelmed by what it would mean to them, what it would mean to try to implement a vegan practice in their already busy lives. So, I think of this as a special kind of generational wealth, a generational health even. All these women vegging their best, a link between the worlds we grew up in, the traditions, the food traditions and the food ideas, even the scientific ideas that we uh, absorbed about eating animals. And with this link to the future, unleashing a cascade of compassion, a cascade of concern for the way our tiniest, our most banal day-to-day choices, even snacks, they're impacting our families. If women, if everyday women like myself can demonstrate that a vegan practice is normal, natural, even necessary, it's going to change the world. Now, I can't change the world. As a coach, I have learned that just by showing up for people and letting them sometimes borrow my belief in them, showing them that they don't have to do it anyone else's way, there are no rules except the ones they want to make for themselves, that is, I happen to know, life-changing for people. People's lives can and do change when they start to think new things. So that's my mission, to encourage you all to keep making vegan choices, even even if your choices are not yet exclusively vegan. That is why I get up. That is why I get this podcast recorded. This is why I make offers to work with people one-on-one. But even, even for me, it's not my goal. Veganism is not my goal. It's the way I choose to live, for sure, because I believe there is no downside, and it only benefits the future. 
And when I work with clients one-on-one, I don't really encourage them to have veganism as a goal either because I, well, I never want them to think that even for a minute that they're bad at being vegan or that they failed at veganism. And even that they succeeded at veganism because, you know, it's not one and done. It's not, there's no there there. We've talked about that before, right? But it's also not pointless, Even if you are falling short of your vegan or plant-based ideals sometimes, even most of the time, it's not pointless. It can still work. The next best choice. And you know what? There's always, there's always another choice to be made. And it's always just another choice. A choice to not consume animals. Sometimes easy. Sometimes very easy. And sometimes, yeah, it requires a little more planning and a little more thought and a little more creativity or challenging some programming that we've absorbed for a really long time. And the way I look at it, at least so far, that's just a practice. It's not really a goal. And the more you practice, the better you get at it. And what takes some extra focus or extra time or effort at the beginning, it just gets easy. And in most cases, most cases, if you talk to most vegans I know, more enjoyable than ever before. But vegan is not the end. Just like Anna Borini said, V-I-N-E, Vine Sanctuary. Vegan's not the end. It's It's not enough. That's why I don't always recommend it as a goal. You know, in my case... I started my vegan practice while I was working on a different goal, which was to get my master's in uh, the history of art. And while I was really quite consumed with it, really busy, really challenged by it, I just kept fueling myself as much as possible with vegan choices. Vegan was not the goal then, but it was a practice that I was practicing. Then when I really committed to veganism, it was... I mean, it was part of my goal to help my mother deal with the fallout and uh, the life change from my dad's sudden death. So I was figuring out how to support my mom and still show up for my family and myself the way I wanted. That was the goal. Then my goal changed because we had a frozen pipe in the attic on on Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, 2017. And our house had to be gutted. And, and at that time, I was learning more about coaching because I wanted to get through all the things that I was really hating about what had happened to the house and with so much of its contents being destroyed, including including a lot of old family things that I had taken out of my parents' house when my mom was downsizing. And it was at that time that my coach said, you know, I wonder if... Just getting through things is the greatest goal you could have. (laughs) And at the time, I was like, what do you mean? I just need to get through this. And she was like, yeah, but is that really a goal? Or is that just going to be a day-by-day practice for you? And that was hard to argue with. Getting through the destroyed stuff, the dumpsters, the gutting of the house, and all the decisions you know, that were required to fix everything over well over a year. 
It seemed like a completely unachievable goal. I had made a series of goals with my coach of things that I wanted just for me that had nothing to do with just getting through the renovation. And the most lasting of which of those goals was a very structured reading plan in history that mattered to no one but me. And then studying life coaching, which ended up with me getting certified as a life coach just because I wanted to know more. Honestly, I didn't tell anyone I was doing that because I thought this is the kind of this is these are the kind of goals I'm talking about. Goals that you just go, "Oh, I don't even know if that's a goal. I don't even know if any I don't know if that should be a goal." So, if you're thinking that your goal is to start or restart or to invigorate your vegan or plant-based practice, Yes, you are in the right place, 100%. You're in the right community. Keeping our awareness on how to make choices that limit or eliminate cruelty to animals, yes, that's what we focus on day to day. And and you can do that as a practice while having your own crazy goal, amazing goal, spine-tingling goal, a goal that only matters to you a goal that doesn't have to be good for your family, though I bet it will be, and a goal that doesn't have to be good for your community, but I bet it will be because when, when we show up for the spark, that enthusiasm, that uniqueness that is our birthright, I think it's good for everyone because it gives the people around us the idea that not only is compassion to animals and a vegan practice natural and normal and necessary, so is doing what you love and doing what astonishes you and what lights you up. Even if it's only for a few minutes a day. It has become very normal now for midlife women to sort of out of the blue, take on a big fitness challenge or a road race or a marathon. And I love that. I do. I love that. The mother of one of my son's best friends has been training for an upcoming big race, and she's been showing up for it on a consistent basis. And I believe her goal is the Seattle Marathon in November. Amazing. I love that. I love that women of a certain age are believing themselves into that kind of feat of endurance. And it's not even though it might be remarkable with an individual woman that you didn't see wanting to do that, it's not that astonishing now in our society. But marathons are not the only challenge out there for us. For us women, for women of a certain age, there can also be deliberately creating a series of artworks or drawing up the plans for a nonprofit agency or learning Chinese or taking martial arts training, or learning to sail. These are just some of the ones I've talked to people about recently. Writing a family memoir, changing careers, I don't know, starting a podcast. (laughs) Well, that was one of mine. Again, a goal I didn't really want to tell anybody because I was like, oh, they're just going to think I'm crazy. And here I am. I think this is, what did I say? Episode 107? over two years. So 
Right now, I have a very weird goal, and I'm going to tell you about it. The goal is to finish my book. Yes, that's still there. And then to go on a book tour and be interviewed about my book in a few languages other than English. I know. Who cares? (laughs) Nobody else would care. What difference would it make? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe none. Maybe zero difference to the book or to the reception that the book gets. But for me, for me, I think that would be so cool to be on a French podcast or an Italian YouTube channel talking about my podcast, Veg Your Best, and the book I put together. Or maybe on a Spanish language show. I bet I bet between my daughter-in-law and my friend Tina, they could get me into shape for that. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But it's a goal. It's a goal that's just for me, even though no one else will care. No one. And if you want to know a big difference between me in the past and me now, it's admitting publicly things like that. And all along the way, all along, I'm vegan, still vegan, still choosing plant-based, still learning more about what choices are more sustainable for, for shoes, say, and learning how to support others on their vegan journey, learning how to grow this podcast. All along the way, I'm still coaching my clients and hopefully creating some other ways to encourage all of you to veg your best and to help the folks around you to veg their best. The best way I've found to get people to commit to a vegan practice is to help them get practice being vegan. It's really simple. Until you practice it, until you see that it's possible, it's kind of hard to just go make that a goal. And is it the goal? I don't know. I don't know. If it's something you want help with, if there's something that's standing in your way, and or if there's someone you know who might want some support. That's what I do. That's what we do here. So let's have a conversation on the phone, sure. On a Zoom call, WhatsApp, I've got that too. Voxer, I've got that. Even one conversation, I'm pretty sure, I think I can promise this, will give you some strategy and some awareness of what your next steps could be to veg your best and still go after something that's going to blow your mind, blow your mind just for you. It's good to have one of those, you know, the thing that when you get overwhelmed and you drop all the plates and get super distracted and you've got a cold and you suddenly remember and you think, oh yeah, I did want to do that. That would be cool. And then you're back. You're back navigating towards that North Star because just moving in that direction is amazing. Yes, I know. I know you think it should be practical or beneficial to your family or your community or your health. But honestly, if it lights you up, I'm pretty sure that it's going to be great for all of us. And if you're kind of afraid or embarrassed to say it out loud then I know, (laughs) then I know we're on the right track. Okay, veg your besties. 
Vegan is not the end. Vegan is not enough. Vegan is not the goal. But it's the way. All right? It's the practice. Let's come up with something really exciting for this, uh, the next eight weeks, 12 weeks, 100 days. Pick, pick a time frame and then uh, let me know. Email me, message me, Instagram, one of my uh, posts, comment on it, what your goal is, what you want to use to excite yourself, blow your own mind this year. Okay? Because I'm, I'm in this right with you. Okay. Veg your best. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So, until next week, make it easy and veg your best.